Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Tony Clark is on the line and I know he's got a tight schedule this morning. He doesn't want to step through any of the kind of real controversy. He just wants to talk out and out footy. Right. And uh, let's start with Thursday Night Footy TC. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. And the Roosters, they continue their role with a 20 points to 10 win over the Sea Eagles. Yeah, good morning, boys. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, not overly impressive, Stu, but, but full credit to uh, to the Sea Eagles, the, 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 uh, you know, after the week they had, of course, and, and bringing in the seven players that... Uh, uh, you know, we've been playing New South Wales Cup to, to fill their squad, but, uh, you know, one of the highlights for me, of course, was seeing, um, you know, another another Fulton make his debut in uh, in first grade. And I thought Zach really showed that, um, you know, he uh, he is uh, more than ready for uh, for an NRL career. TC, have you had much to do with him over the years? Uh, no, he, he came in um, after, uh, after I'd been there, Steve. But, um, yeah, there was always talk that... Um, of course, with Scott and Brett, uh, who are doing a marvellous job with the uh, recruitment um, with the uh, the Seagulls, that um, you know there were there were a good batch of kids um, coming through the juniors, and, and and the good thing is you know that they're they're local uh, because there's a couple more um, you know Zach's age that have that have been playing their trade in in Jersey Flag and New South Wales Cup, and uh, and it, it argues well for for the Seagulls' future. Um, and I think, as we know, Adam McEwen, um, you know, legend on the coast, Adam, who's coaching the the Manly Jersey flag is uh, is very excited. What lays ahead, um, you know, with with these kids coming through. Yeah, TC. I look at the performance of the Seagulls, and it was a mighty effort considering what had played out during the week. And I've got to say, as a player in that squad, I respect uh, their choice in terms of the decision they made. But I, I've got to question their timing, and you know what this decision and the impact that has on their overall season. You're going into a game where, um, against an opposition that, you know, your eighth, ninth position, respectively, even points, and with limited games left in the season, and it's such a tight competition, I don't think you can afford to give up a game the way they did on uh, Friday or Thursday night. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100%, Michael. I don't, you know, we won't get into the politics of it, of course, but I, I didn't understand it. I mean, it's... It's not 1962, it's, you know, 2022 and everyone's included in everything, you know, and, and it's the way society has moved on and um, to leave your team. And, and probably the concern for me is, um, you know, what sort of aftertaste is this going to leave at training on Monday? You know, like, yes. as you said, exactly what you said then, mate. You know, um, I believe that it's probably now a bridge too far for Manly. You know, they've, they've given the Roosters two points. Um, looking at the draws that they both had, I, I find it, you know, it's, it's sort of some sort of miracle for Manly to make it. And as I said, I, I, I don't care who you are, um, you know, you turn up Monday morning to the training, you go, well, hang on, boys, you know, your season's over. So, um, you know, for a decision that, that, as I said, we won't come into it, but I just, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, it staggers me that um, you could leave your team the way they did, and, and that's okay. Um, moving on, last night Storm versus the Warriors. Um, on the back of four losses, the Storm they needed a win. Uh, they got one. I, I won't say it was convincing, but nevertheless, 
Uh, it's two points, and it gets their season back on track to some extent. Yeah, definitely, Michael. Definitely. I thought the um, the Warriors were very brave. I mean, the, the thing really interesting reading this morning um, from their captain uh, from their captain to the, um, uh, uh, Tohu Harris. He said that that, it, that it's like they've had a, it's cabin fever. They've had enough of each other, and I think that you can see when things got a little tough. You know, there was a couple of incidents where Sean Johnson threw a couple of silly passes. Well, not silly passes, but they didn't catch him, and then he's abusing someone. So, yeah, they've really got to reset themselves to the Warriors. I, I, I wasn't overly impressed with, with what um, with what the Storm delivered. Um, I've got to be honest, I didn't like the way they played, Michael. Um, mm. You know, that big blade with the elbow. You know, I just, I, I, there's just no need for that. And, and um, I, they'll, I think they're on the... You know, I've mean, been waiting for a few years, I suppose, and we've all said that the when it's going to be the year, and I think this will be the year that, um, you know, Storm will go out in straight sets. Yeah, it may well be the case, unfortunately. And, you know, we, we, we always love the fairy tale, and you always, you know, everybody's death riding them, and this will be the year, this will be the year. Like you said, mate, this may well be the year. Last night's game, uh, Parramatta versus Ooh. Penrith. What a game. Well, plenty of talk, talking points, but the main one is Nathan Cleary and that tackle on Dylan Brown. Gets sent off, 18th minute. Uh, I think it's 10-4 or 10-6 at the time. Uh, it's basically game over. The Panthers aren't going to be able to stick with the uh, Eels from then on. But um, plenty of, I guess, permutations and questions over where this leaves the Panthers. Well, well let me go at you first, Butes, because you were part of the match review committee. I mean, that and TC, I want to bring you in, obviously. It's one of the ugliest tackles. And uh, we were flicking all over the place. We wanted to see Brad Woodward in the swimming. We're yeah. watching Melbourne. We're playing Fremantle in the AFL. And then suddenly Corey goes, Dad, Nathan Cleary's been sent off. So he started getting text messages last night. It's one of the ugliest tackles I've seen in some time. Oh, look, for me, I, I look at it and I go, you know what, I, I get the situation. And I just get concerned that we are going so far the other way in terms of, you know, players being sent off and whatever else. So, again, I'm comfortable with 10 minutes in the sin bin for this, and, and I know he's going to spend some time. There's no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I, again, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm thinking with my head about, you know, what a good game it could have been. Um, I, I don't think Dylan Brown was in any serious threat of having a serious injury based on that tackle there. Right? I really don't, because, you know, he was landing on his back. Yeah, but I don't think, Michael, we should be, you know, whether there's an injury or, you know, I mean, we had that with Latrell Mitchell last year with Joey Manu. I don't think injuries should come into it. I thought it was a very ugly tackle. Uh, I thought yeah. he got what he deserved. I don't think, you know, there's going to be a huge suspension around it. But again, what we've got to do, Michael, we've got to reset rugby league in the fact of, um, again, you know, Ivan talking about his, um, what, what Nathan said, oh, you know, we held, there was two holding him up and then they let go well, you know, where's your tackle technique? Where's your, you know, it's like Lindsay Collins getting knocked down on Thursday night. Yeah. We're stuck getting our heads in the wrong spot. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a story for another day. But again, you know, if, if we're relying on other people, where's, you know, where, where we get back to, to just, you know, use our shoulders and, and get this lifting out. I thought it was very ugly. And I'll tell you what, though, you'd have to, could you imagine Brad Arthur waking up this morning going, what sort of team have I got? Yeah, I thought the same thing, TC. Yeah, I thought the same thing, and I thought, okay, so I would have liked to have seen Penrith score another try or two in the second half because they kept Parramatta scoreless until about the 75th minute. And what that was for me was the reigning Premier saying, 
hey, we're not just going to roll over. We're going to come at you even with 12 men, and we'll see you in the finals when we're back to 13. I thought they were trying to make a bit of a statement in that second 40. What were your thoughts? I, I, I agree, mate. They rolled up their sleeves. They went, you know what? Yeah, we're down a man. But it was the 78th minute where Sevo scores that try in the corner uh, to seal the game. The game was well and truly over. Oh. But for me, that's the that shows me right there that these guys are still thinking about premierships, what it's going to take. And if we're in this position, and I dare say that's what Ivan Cleary is saying at halftime, boys, we might be in this position, right, in a grand final. What are we going to do? We're going to roll over or we're going to bloody put in the hard work? I'd like to get TC's opinion because this is just my opinion, TC. I think Parramatta, they're good front runners, and on their day, I think they're the equal of almost any team in the competition, particularly when they, they score a couple of early tries and are full of confidence. But I'm not buying Parramatta at the moment as a, as a serious finals contender. I just think they're far too erratic. 100% the inconsistency drives me, drives yep. me nuts, you know. And, uh, and, and the thing was, like, I mean, I haven't seen Mitch. Oh, I think it's probably the best 40 minutes I've seen from Mitch Moses for, for you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. But, you know, week in, week out, Mitchie, come on, let's get going, you know. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, Steve, you've been a lifelong Bulldog supporter. You'd be pretty excited about Reed Money coming over. Yeah, abs- oh. absolutely. But uh, I guess, uh, you know, um, you know, we've had a pretty good hooker the last couple of weeks who's on his way to Redcliffe. So he's, he's in career best form, um, Jeremy Marshall King. Yeah, look, I, I've got to say, if I was the Redcliffe Dolphins, he would have been uh, – Reed Marnie would have been one of those players that I'd build my side around. I think he's an absolute – you know, a ripper of a player. And you talk about consistency. He is, without doubt, one of the most consistent players for Parramatta week in, week out. You yeah. know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, and Papali'i, what yep. a sensational player. But don't forget, Viliami Kikau's coming to Canterbury. Mm-hmm. I think if the Bulldogs – you know, if the way they're playing, they should beat Newcastle tomorrow. Uh, that's a game we could take a look at. But we've got a cracker this afternoon, boys, and we need to get to it. Cronulla up against South Sydney. That is a blockbuster. And when you look at the table, I haven't got it in front of me at the moment, but there's about four teams on 26 points. The battle for the top two, in fact, the battle for the top four is probably the best it's been in the last decade. Yeah, definitely, Steve. What a, what a game it's going to be, too. You know, like a, the Rabbits, um, you know, with Latrell coming back, enjoying his footy, you know, lost so, so much fitter than he has been. Um, and, of course, Cronulla, that have the, the, just been a revelation this year, you know, led by, by the Central Coastian in, uh, in Nico Hines, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's a mouth-watering clash. And as you said, I mean, there's no guarantee, uh, other than Penrith, there's probably no guarantee uh, around any positions at the moment, you know, um, it, 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 it's, uh, which is great for us to, to have such interest. You know, we're still five, five games to go. Yeah, if, you, uh, if the Rabbitohs win, you'll have five teams on 26 yeah. points, Buttes. And you know what I love about yeah. this? The Storm, as poor as they've been in the last five weeks, six weeks, they're sitting third at the moment. They're on 26 points, and they've been ordinary. We're talking about the fact that, you know, yeah. is this their year where they're going to falter? They're still in that top four at the moment. And, and I know they've got some hard work ahead of them in terms of the way they're playing at the moment. They're probably not where they want to be. But where they're positioned on the ladder, right, they are still there or thereabouts. And... Uh, there's plenty of teams that will be looking over their shoulder or concerned about taking on the Melbourne Storm as we get to the back end of the season. I have no doubt about that. Uh, what are your thoughts, Butes, about, about Cronulla and South? How do you oh, see it? Oh, ripper of a game. Look, I, I'm going with, I, I tip the Sharks based on the fact that it's a home game for the Sharks. I think they're playing some really good football. Rabbitohs are in good form. You know, you can see the pressure come off Cody Walker once Latrell Mitchell come back. 
And he has, Latrell Mitchell's come back with a purpose. And it's great to see. I think it's great to see for the fans. I think it's great to see for his fellow teammates that he has got instilled a hell of a lot of confidence in his teammates around him. And they have grown an extra couple of feet in terms of their stature. Just the fact that Latrell is back and he's playing the way he is. Hey, just before we wrap up this first rugby league segment, TC, uh, the West Tigers take on the Brisbane Broncos. I've got to get your thoughts on last Sunday. My goodness. I was listening on the radio, and the poor old West Tigers uh, actually feel like that's one of the worst decisions I've seen in recent memory. But how about for you, TC? Oh, it just was unbelievable. I was texting my my best mate, who's a lifelong Tigers supporter, and um, we just couldn't believe it that they could come up with with such a decision, Steve. But, uh, yeah, good on the Tigers. I mean, they they, they took it to the Cowboys, and... uh, um, but yeah, no, it, it, it spoiled the week. Uh, well, until we got the manly thing happening, but um, it was yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah certainly, um, certainly a, a, a horrendous decision. So uh, yeah, hey Michael, I'll uh, we'll just have a quick schooner on the uh, on the sharks uh, rabbits because I, I think the rabbits will get them. I think Fenucan's uh, a huge out for uh, for the sharks. So uh, I'll be seeing you Friday afternoon for your shout. You've got it, mate. No problems at all. That's, it'd be nice for you to shout a beer for once. That's a good point, too. Like, the, the day off for Nukin one, uh, Buttes and TC. Mm. So, was it was it even a penalty during the game? No, or? there was no penalty in the game. The thing about it is, and I touched on this uh, with Matty White during the week, it was his careless nature of him coming off the line. Hey, right? say that again. So, you're on SEN with Matty White. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And are you on SEN again this weekend calling the footy? No, I was asked to do it next weekend at you, North Sydney Oval, but unfortunately, I'm up in Coffsaba. You are the most in demand <laughs> rugby league expert on SEN at the moment. Quite possibly. So, you're Quite on with possibly. the great Matty White. Yeah, yeah, he got every, me on. Every day or no, just a one off? Not every day, it's just a one off. He just called me in and said, uh, not called me in, but called me over the phone. But yeah. the thing about it, it was that careless nature of him getting off the line, right, and coming out as hard as he did. Right, that's where the duty of care was, or the lack of duty of care. Uh, I know it was a head clash, and I get all these things, but you need to be conscious when you're coming out of line that quickly. That's where um, he got it wrong, uh, Dale Finucane. And I just look at it, I just go, you know what? Um, sure, it's a head clash, but you've just got to be conscious about what you're doing. And this is where the game's at at the moment, unfortunately. It's just the nature of our game. And look, that horrend- uh, the injury was horrendous, there's no doubt about it, in terms of the split ear to Stephen Crichton. But um, yeah, I. There's certain things in the game that I think are a little bit concerning for mine. TC, where are you off to? I can hear you're on the road uh, early on this Saturday morning. Yep, we're up to Morford. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just about on the way. I'm getting the, uh, getting the wind-up now from the producer here, Steve. <laughs> 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 uh, the the oh, goddess, yeah. a.k.a. Kerry Clark. Good morning to her as well. And uh, have a fantastic weekend, mate. Thank you for your time. Good on you, boys. Thanks for having me, and uh, all the best to you.